0: hello digital cathedral family brace yourselves for an awe-inspiring journey on don keithley's podcast take a seat find your comfort and let's plunge into the heart of the divine presenting the awe-inspiring message of may 21st discovering your genesis a feast for your spirit
1: good morning digital cathedral family glad you're with me once again this morning I always look forward to spending this time with you. I hope you look forward to it as well. This morning, I'm really pumped up. I'm excited about this teaching that I'm gonna do because I don't think I've ever put this into one concise teaching what I wanna talk to you about this morning. So what I'd like to do is to just feel like it's you and me talking this morning. I've never put this all together before, so I guess that's why I'm kind of excited. This morning, I want to talk to you and show you from Scripture just how important you actually are, how loved you are, how much the Father favors you. In the grand scheme of things, the Father looks at you and he says, you are a beloved son, you are a beloved daughter in whom I am more than well-pleased. There absolutely is nobody in the kingdom that is more important than you this morning. Absolutely nobody. Now, I want to I begin to just show you the Father's plan and design as he created you. And I'm going to walk you back to your very beginning. I want you to see the plan of God and how important it is that you understand your genesis, right? Your beginning, where it all started. So let me let me begin with a scripture from the New Testament, one that we read fairly often. <clears throat> but as I meditated on this, on this teaching this week, it just began to bubble up within me that people need to know how favored they are of God, that they're special. <laughs> You're the apple of God's eye. There's no question about it. So I'm just going to begin to unwind this morning. And I just want to talk to you heart to heart this morning. And I think this piece of the puzzle is extremely important at this phase of your journey. Many of you are beginning to, to extend. You're beginning to reach out. You're beginning to explore areas that you never thought you would before. You're beginning to take steps in boldness with family and friends. And I just want to build your confidence a little bit this morning about the Father's perspective of you and how we can respond to what he thinks about us. 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 9 says this, it says that he has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works. Now watch, but according to his own purpose and grace which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. I've done a lot of i've I've used that verse a lot, and I've emphasized the grace that was given to you in Christ Jesus before time began, all right. But there's another important word right there that I think that we've overlooked. At least I have in in teaching. I I don't think I've really taught about this. Let me read it again. Who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. Now there's two important things that he deposited into you before time began. Now, just let your mind run back before time began. He put two things into you before time began. Now, that opens up a whole, a whole dimension of thought. Not only did He give you grace, but He instilled you with a divine purpose. He called us and saved us, not according to our works, but according to His purpose and His grace which was given to us before time began. Now, here's where where we're going this morning. I need for you to get a connection about your original point of Genesis. When did all this start for you? In the heart, the mind, and the creative process of the Father, when, when was your kingdom identity established? When, when, when did the actual creative process take place?
2: See, your kingdom identity is your unique kingdom DNA. Let me say that again.
1: Your unique kingdom identity is your unique kingdom DNA. Now, we all have the Father's DNA, image and life. We all, we all are children of God. He's our daddy. He's our father. He's our papa. We all have his DNA, but there's a, per, a particular characteristic of him that he placed within you as a divine purpose. You, you ever you ever look at a boy and, and you say that that boy thinks just like his daddy. That boy has a sense of humor like his dad. That boy is smart. He can think logically. He's just like his father. See, there's there's a particular strain of that father that was passed to the son and so it is with every single one of us we all have a divine dna we all are are complete with the divine nature partaker of the divine nature but our uniqueness is in that part of us that the father is going to stress through your kingdom dna and that was established by the father before time ever began Man, this, this, this is going to get good. It's going to get exciting. The truth given to you by the Father in that, in that unique impartation of his particular characteristic, which you contain, is what creates the light in you that you are to bring to the world. It gives you a purpose. The abilities that the Father has given to you can fulfill your purpose, and it brings the kingdom that is within you to outward manifestation. I think, you, I think we can just look around and see that different people have different abilities. For example, I have absolutely no mechanical ability. When it comes to fixing things, installing things, being a handyman around the house, I am a absolute zip zero <laughs> with the rim knocked off. I don't even attempt much anymore right now i have gifts and abilities in other areas but i don't have much mechanical ability now that's now i've got a brother in michigan and he's much more adept at fixing things than what i am he 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 caught that from his father right i didn't catch that from my father i didn't i didn't catch those abilities and there are certain things that the Father has given to you that you have caught that is going to enable you to express the kingdom in a very strong, healthy way with your life. All right? It's gonna you're gonna you're gonna be able to take the kingdom that is within you and begin to manifest it outwardly by what he has equipped you with. And that's unique to each one of us. I I, I want to drive that home. So the truth, the anointing that is given to you is gonna take you into your destiny. And w- The word anointing, you know, we can look at it a lot of different ways. But I I like to look at an an anointing as simply being a divine enablement. You have a divine enablement in certain areas of your life that other people don't have. Other people have an anointing or a divine enablement in their life that you don't have. Which makes you, let let me just lay this on you. That divine enablement, those abilities that the Father has instilled within your life makes you far more powerful than what you could ever than what you could ever imagine. You are you are greater this morning maybe than what you've realized. And that's what I want to uncover. That's what I want to tap this morning. The truth that you carry that is unique to you is an answer to creation in the question that they ask that your anointing, your divine enablement can answer. All right? are you still with me? Because you you fully represent in that area, not in every area. See, the body of Christ collectively is a full reflection, but we all have gifts in our different parts of the body. The leg can't express the arm, the arm can't express the ear, but collectively together, We're a full manifestation of the Father to the earth today. So you have a part to drop in this. He's gifted you with that purpose before time began. So it's important that we rewind the story this morning. And this is, I'm gonna get into what I've never never gotten into, I don't think, except in little dabs here and there, maybe little, little, little pieces. But never really took a whole teaching. And the teaching might not be as long as normal this morning. I'm just going to get through it because I want to encourage you. I want you to know how favored, how loved, how special you are to the Father, and that you have a divine purpose and the Father has a plan for your life. But to discover what the plan is, we need to go back to the beginning. Because where you're going in life has a lot to do with where you've come from. Now, I'm not talking about your birthday. I'm not talking about when you were conceived in your mama's womb. I'm talking about the precise moment that you were created. The precise moment that you came into into a a divine consciousness, all right? Now, this is going to surprise some of you. I'm going to reference two scriptures this morning to just lay this out, kind of, and get you thinking in the right direction. One from the Old Testament, one from the New Testament. Let me let me look at one from the from the uh, New Testament again. It's a scripture that we read, and I tried to, I because I, I'm driving home a point this morning. I, I wanted to use scriptures that I knew we were somewhat familiar with, so that you didn't have to um, you didn't have to think about the scripture. You you'd get the meaning and, and gist of it real quick. Ephesians chapter one, and verse four. Ephesians chapter one, verse four. Just gonna read just gonna read one one little verse here real quick. Verse 4, verse 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Now watch, verse 4. This, this just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Now this, this is a universal verse right here. This is everybody. This is not just a few. This, somebody said, Well, he just wrote that to believers. Now, I can't get you off. Know, he just wrote that to believers. No? If, are, are you saying that he only knew believers and chose them before the foundation? No, this is a verse that is universal. You are swept into this verse whether you like it or not. You're swept into this verse because of the Father's love, his favor, his compassion, and his purpose for your life. Just as he chose you this morning before the foundation of the world. He chose you before the foundation of the world. Before the foundation of the world, there was a choosing that took place and He chose you. You know what He chose you to be? To be holy and without blame before Him in love. That's the only way He'll ever see you. From the Father's perspective, now this is, you talk about being favored and special and loved. He's only gonna see you one way, regardless of your actions. He's only going to see you faultless and blameless before him in love, from his perspective. right? Now that's a general verse. Now let me, let me read one from the Old Testament that is given specifically to a person that uncovers exactly what we're saying universally. Jeremiah chapter one verse five, he says this to Jerry. Jerry, he's speaking right to Jerry. He says, "Before I formed you in the womb I knew you." Oh boy, we're gonna uncover something here. Before I formed you in the mother, in your in the womb I
2: knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. And I ordained you before you were ever born
1: to be a prophet to the nations. Now I'm not going to get into verse six and seven, but Jeremiah responds, says, Who me, I don't think I can deal with. it. I can't handle this. I can't hardly speak. See, your 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 divine purpose. Sometimes naturally we just say, "I don't, I can't, hey, I can't do that. That's not me." No, He's ordained you to be able to do it. Now just, just follow me through this morning. Just stay with me. I'm talking right to you. It's just you and me over a cup of coffee at Starbucks, and you're saying, "Man, I don't know if life is important. I don't know if I miss God. Uh, my life hasn't meant much." I'm, I'm talking right to you this morning. I want you to know how loved, how favored, and how blessed you are. All right. So we just read. Ephesians 1 4 that applies universally. He chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world. He's only going to see us faultless, blameless, because he's love. And then we saw specifically, he speaks right to Jeremiah at the at the specified time. And he says, Jeremiah, he says some startling things to Jeremiah. So let's I want to look at some basic truths this morning that I want you to embrace for your life. Forget about everybody else at the Digital Cathedral this morning. I'm talking to you. I want you to embrace this and believe this, and I want you to live out of that connection that he had with you. All right? Now, look, watch. We're, 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 we're rewinding this morning. I'm going to give you five points. I used to teach points all the time. I haven't done that much anymore, but I'm just, it seemed to... Flow good if I just kind of said boom, 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 boom. Because I'm depositing this into your life. I'm, I'm stirring your consciousness. You, you know these things already. But you're not aware of it many times because of the wear and tear of life and culture and your upbringing. What people have told you. So five things. Number one is this. God knew you before you were ever in the womb. Isn't that what God told Jeremiah? You think Jeremiah was special? No. God's not a favor of, favor, favor of different people. We're all the same before him. The father through Jeremiah is telling us that, we were, that he knew us before we were ever in the mother's womb. Now that's important. The father knew us. He knew. That's a term of intimacy. That's a term of union. That's a term of oneness, right? He totally knew us and related to us in oneness. Now, I like that little revelation right there. And for some people, that is a total revelation because they don't think that God knows them till they pray the magic prayer or till they believe or till their faith is at a certain level. No, God says, Look, I knew you. I knew you before you were ever in the mother's womb. I like that revelation because
2: it, it, it stands to reason. Now, listen, it stands to reason that if He knew us, then we knew Him.
1: He could not know us intimately without revealing himself to us. He's a a father of relationship. He's a father of fellowship. So there was relationship and there was fellowship before our feet ever hit the planet. Now let me drop this thought in. If he knew us and we knew him before we were ever in our mother's womb, dawned on me this week that everything I think is a revelation is actually in reality me remembering what I had forgotten that we had established together between the father and me and me and the father before I was ever in my mother's womb. I'm just now, I'm just now coming to consciousness. I'm now just coming to remembrance of what took place before I ever hit the planet. Did you ever consider you hung out with the father before you were born? That's just what he said to Jeremiah. I knew you before you were ever in your mother's womb. It never occurred to me that I had a I had a relationship. See, he wired us for relationship right from the very beginning before you were born, he wired you for a relationship and it manifested in fellowship. If he knew us on that intimate term of oneness and union only stands a reason we knew him as well. So the suggestion is this, that our identity preceded our physical birth. You were present in the unseen before conception in the physical world. Now it makes sense a little bit more what 2 Timothy, the scripture we read to open this morning, makes a little bit more sense now that it was his, his uh, grace and purpose given to us before time began, not according to our works, but according to his, his love for us, according to his purpose for us. That's powerful. That makes, it makes total sense now. You, you were functioning in spirit before you ever took your first breath. Wow. <clears throat> now, now do you see. That you are essentially a spirit being. That's what that you were created to be. You were created spirit that had fellowship, relationship with the Father. And now in the natural, you're just beginning to remember. Essentially, you're a spirit being that is having a physical experience. A body experience. You're walking the planet in bodily form, but you are a spirit that always was. So number two. Your purpose was set before your birth certificate was ever filled out. Your purpose was set before your birth certificate was ever filled out. He told Jeremiah, before you were born, I sanctified you. And that word sanctified means just simply set apart. I set you apart for a particular purpose. He's telling Jeremiah that you were set apart. You were predestined to function, to achieve your part of the divine plan. See, I have a part of the divine plan. You have a part of the divine plan. And only you can fill in your unique way that part that he has deposited within you before you were born. He sanctified you. He set you apart to do what you do. Every, every assignment we have has a purpose to it. It has a fulfillment to it, and we've been g- given grace to, to accomplish it. Now there's another scripture that makes more sense than it ever made before. Philippians chapter 2 verse 13. How many times I've read that scripture at the digital cathedral, but I, it has a new revelation this morning. Philippians 2:13 says that it is God who works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Now I see that verse was working in me before I ever hit the earth, before I ever popped out of my mama's belly. He, he was working his will in me and the ability to do that will. It, did, it didn't come as I was educated and went through the process of life. He used that without a doubt, and he guided me into some of those things, guided you into some of those things. But before time, he set us apart. He sanctified us. He was working his will in us. It, it, it was just hardwired in. And then He, when we were born, he gave us the grace, the ability, the power, the unction, the anointing to function, to fulfill that plan that he had worked into us. I love that. To think that the Father put a blueprint together of my life that contain not only my kingdom identity, but my kingdom purpose, that tells me a whole lot. That tells me that if he put his will in me and then worked it in and gave me the ability to do it, that means that he developed all parts of me. He developed my likes, my personality, my dislikes, my choices, my decisions, the things that I like to do, the things I don't like to do. I told you I'm not a handyman around the house. I'm not good at fixing things. I don't like to even attempt it. I have no interest in it. I'd rather get a hold of somebody who has an ability and an an anointing to fix it, to to take care of it. Right? It's just not my thing. But the guy that comes that's able to fix the, the pump on my swimming pool probably couldn't stand before a camera and teach like I'm teaching. That's not, his, that's not his function. It's not his deal. It's mine. So everything that's happened. now I'm going to direct
2: a real specific point here. Like Saul to Paul, the father might have educated you
1: and sent you through the school of the Spirit in legalism like he did Saul to Paul. All that religious background that you had. All the all the years I spent in education. <clears throat> The years I spent pastoring, not knowing any better, doing the best that I could, that was an education to bring me to where I am today. It it has given me a disdain for religion. It has given me a disdain for legalism and rules and laws and regulations, thinking that we can earn favor with the Father, just like it did Paul. Paul could teach grace and he was susceptible and open to the revelation of grace that the Father gave him, that Jesus personally, Paul said, gave him in the wilderness and he could see the contrast between the grace and the legalism so that he could teach it with passion. I teach grace with passion. I teach inclusion with passion. I teach uh, mercy that endures forever with passion because I see the contrary to it. It's, it's what I was drilled with. So should I, should I hate that time? No, it was an education. Here's what I'm trying to say. To know who you are here now at this present time, May of 2023, you got to go back to the very beginning and you got to begin to see the Father's handiwork and blueprint that began and started before you were ever born. It's, it, it was all in the heart of the Father. It was all in the plan to the Father. So as you commune with Him, see, as you spend time with Him, He reveals and he shows you. He, he, sh- he showed me. That's why I could say maybe he used your legalism like he did Paul. Because he showed me that in my life. He said, I brought you through that whole period. It wasn't easy. Caused the insecurity. You know, different things. But when I finally saw the light on the heart of the Father. the Universal fatherhood of God. Man, that was big. Love that had no conditions. I had no clue about that he began to reveal then I could see all the conditions that I had placed on his love and had actually taught others and placed on others I felt bad about it but I was doing the best that I could now I see it as an education so as you commune with him he reveals and unveils to you in a very personal way who you have always been David saw it in Psalms there's a there's a there's a verse in Psalms that I that really fit this morning we're talking about point of origination. We're talking about when, you, when he stamped you with a kingdom identity and a particular strain of his DNA, which you, you fully have, that gifted you and gave you ability to drop your piece of the puzzle into the kingdom today that will illuminate and bring light to people that are open to what you have to bring. Watch what he says in Psalm 139 and verse 16. He, David said your eye saw my substance being yet unformed. This this just drills in what I'm what I'm telling you this morning. How loved, how favored, how 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 much the father holds you in high regard. Your eye saw my substance being yet unformed and in your book they were all written. The days fashioned for me when is yet there were none of them. So David is saying, Father, you knew me before I had any substance. Before you knit me together and formed me in my mother's womb, you knew every day of my life. You planned it. You saw it. That's, that tells me that I was sent with a purpose, man. I was, sent, I was sent with a divine purpose. That's your true beginning right there. Psalm 139 verse 16. That's my true beginning. Our purpose predates our birth, and your divine purpose was written in the heart of the Father, right? Your purpose was not dictated to by your journey in life. Your journey in life, he directed your steps. He says every day he, he, he had fashioned already together. They were in the heart of the Father. He knew exactly what you'd be doing on this Sunday morning in May, 2023, he knew that you'd be right here at the Digital Cathedral and that you would have an open heart, open consciousness to everything I'm dropping in this morning about your importance, about the favor God has for you. Now, you can make choices. There's no doubt about it. You have, I don't think you have a free will. I do think you have the ability to make choices. See, to have a free will and I've done some teaching on this. To have a free will means you have to be free of influence because your will is directed toward the greatest influence. Now you can make choices, and choices are made based on what our five physical senses feed to us if we're walking in a natural, in a natural environment. You don't do that spiritually, but you have a choice to go to the tree of life and eat or tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You can make that choice. You can make decisions. And some some of the choices and decisions we've made, we look at and say, man, that was a royal foul up. No, not really. Because he already programmed in by the Holy Spirit. He already programmed in every decision, every choice that you'd ever made. And he put the spirit of truth within you. He put the Holy Spirit within you like a GPS. So that if you make a wrong decision, a wrong choice, GPS will put you right back on course. You don't have to be afraid. See, people are afraid to say, I think the Father is speaking to me. They don't want to make a bad choice. If you make a bad decision, He'll just take you down 100 feet and say, make a U-turn and come back, and He'll put you right on the right course. All right? Time was created to serve you. You will ultimately fulfill the plan of God. I don't care if you how many bad choices you make. You will ultimately. See... Time is of no essence to the Father. Time was created to serve us, us not time. We think everything that we need to accomplish is, is settled in three score and ten years. Not so. Not so. The Father has Father has eons and eons and eons of time. Remember that old song from the 60s, time is on my side? That's what the Father sings. He's not limited to time because Every moment is, is now to him. So never doubt. Never doubt. Here's, here's what I'm driving home to you this morning. Never doubt. Ephesians 2:10, that's a great verse. Ephesians 2:10, don't, don't ever doubt it. Don't ever, ever ever try to walk away from it. Ephesians 2:10 says this: "You are God's workmanship. You are a piece of work, brother. You are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus. Never told you that down the church house, did they? They told you he was created in Adam. No, you weren't. See, we're, we're rolling back to origination. We're rolling back to your genesis, your starting point.
2: You are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. All right, here's the purpose. For good works, which God has ordained, which God has set in motion that you would fulfill.
1: Now I want you to grab that. For you are God's workmanship, creating Christ Jesus for good works, which He has ordained, pre-wired you, preset that you would fulfill. It doesn't matter how long it's going to take. You will fulfill it. All right. Now you're not a don't. I'm not saying you're a robot. Don't hear that this morning. You're not a robot. But the one who is the Alpha, who knows the beginning. And the Omega, the one that knows the end, the one who knows it all, is going to have a a completed purpose at some point in your lifespan. I'm not talking about three score and ten. I'm talking about however long that it takes. All right, number three. Number three, your assignment is waiting for you to show up. And some of you already showed up for your assignment. Many of you have. Your assignment is waiting for you to show up. He told Jeremiah, I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Part of this, part of this before you were ever born, formed in your mother's womb, I appointed you. I sanctified you, set you apart, and I appointed you to be a prophet to the nations. Now, whatever, whatever your, your life's calling it, whatever you have done, God appointed you to do that.
2: See, he appointed me to do what I do. He he appointed you to own that business. He appointed you to be a
1: truck driver. He appointed you to flip hamburgers down to McDonald's when you were 16. He appointed you to be a factory worker. He appointed you to be a school teacher or a doctor. See, he appointed you every one of those things, whatever it is you do, they are they are critical elements in the manifestation of the fullness of the kingdom on the planet he will use you as a ray of light in whatever he has appointed you to do and in the kingdom there's no one thing that's greater than another i we we've we've construed all that we said well the guy that's a brain surgeon is certainly greater than the guy that cuts my grass now not in the kingdom not in the kingdom the guy that cuts the grass has contact with a lot of people in the course of his work, I have a lot of communication with the guy that does my lawn right we talk we commune I know him I know his family I know his background they' all about him right he and he has a, I have a chance to to impart to him and he has a chance to impart to me so what, whatever you're doing that's that is where your kingdom Piece of the puzzle is, and it comes back to your your DNA, what God has equipped you with, the abilities you have, that part of the Father that you're to show forth in the kingdom. Every every one of those things that I mentioned, every every job, every occupation. If you're a housewife, stay-at-home mom, that's your purpose. He's going to have you manifest to other moms. He's going to take you down to the school where working moms can't show up, and he's going to have you be a kingdom witness there. God totally scheduled in Jeremiah an appointment to the nations. There are people groups, God was saying to Jeremiah, there are people groups, there are nations that need, need you,
2: Jerry, to show up to them. Now let me just blow your mind. Can you see that with just one tool, the Father, listen to me, with one tool, the Father has opened the nations to you. Just on Facebook, every post you make reaches nations. Every comment you make reaches nations.
1: See, If I post something on Facebook, and you make a comment, you may, have, you may have no contact with people in other countries, but when you make a, a comment on a post that I make on Facebook or on the DKM page, do you know that is read by people from I don't know how many countries, how many nations? The 5,000 limit friends I have on Facebook and the 6,500 people over on the
2: DKM page. And I have another 1,000 people that have asked for, to be friends on Facebook, but I can't add them.
1: Another 5,000 people that are just followers. They're not friends, but they follow. Do you know how you're reaching the nations? Who th- would have thought? You say, well, I, I'm, I'm just a truck driver. A truck driver <laughs> reaches the nation just with that one tool. How about Zoom? How about videos? How about YouTube? How about all the different things that are available to us today that were never available before? So when you when you when you make a comment, you are revealing your nature. You're revealing your attitudes, your likes, your dislikes, all of which were planted in you before time
2: began from the Father. See, you were chosen. Not it's It's more than just knowing who
1: you are, your assignment is looking for you to show up, but it's more than that you were chosen let me go- Let me go back real quick to Ephesians. You were actually handpicked and chosen, my friend. It says in verse five ephesians one, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. To the praise of his glory, of his grace, by which he made us accepted in the beloved. He, He chose you. He didn't just predestine a few. Come on. You were chosen. The father puts his hand on you and says, I chose you. I called you by name. And let me just drop this little thought in there. Your name that he gave you and the name you have here are probably different. The name he calls you by reveals your identity. Right? Isaiah said they would call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. That that was the purpose, the destiny, the plan, the purpose for Jesus was to be God with us. We call him Jesus, Yeshua. His name shall be called God with us. That's, that was his name. That's the name that I believe the Father assigned to him to reveal himself to us. Your, your, your purpose is a clue to your name. The name that he has given to you. If he chose you, if he chose you, you're not an accident. I don't care how, how, what circumstances you were conceived under. It do, it do, he doesn't make junk.
2: He doesn't make secondhand people. I, you you might have been an oops baby. There are no oops baby with a father. Your parents may have not been married. You might have been raised by a single mom. Doesn't, you maybe never met your father. That's not he didn't place you here by accident. He chose you. He chose you. He predestined you. He has no favorites.
1: He creates all of us, man. He created you as the apple of his eye. John, John I love John. He got, he got that little revelation more than probably anybody else. In, in John 13, you got to love John. He has such unique uh, revelations about, about Jesus. He says in, in John chapter 13, let me just give you this verse. And this, this should be your attitude as well. In John chapter 13, verse 23, he says this. Now, there he, John, John's writing is, Now there was leaning on Jesus' bosom, one of his disciples whom Jesus loved. So he's painting this picture of intimacy. He's painting this picture. Favorite. He's painting this picture. The other guys weren't leaning on Jesus' bosom. He didn't call them to do that. And he calls himself the disciple which Jesus loved. Do you get that picture? Now John says, John says that six times in the gospel. The the disciple that Jesus loved. That's not recorded in any other place in the gospels. Matthew, Mark, or Luke. That John was the disciple that Jesus loved. John inserted that. He felt he was special. He felt he was favored. He felt he was loved. And that's how you need to feel.
2: You need to feel like you're that disciple that Jesus loved. The further... The further intentional his purpose is,
1: for every act of creation, it shows his intention. His intention for John was to be that one that had that intimacy. He uses that, I love that. He used that phrase six times, and only, only John had that revelation. The further, the further uh, his purpose and plan is for you, for all of creation, it just shows his intention. All right, number five. Number four was you were chosen. Number five, not only were you chosen, brother, you were chosen before the foundation of the world.
2: You were part, look at me. Look me in the eye. You were part of the Father's startup program. You you had the IPO. (laughs) When the Father did creation, you
1: had part of the plan. So there's no possible way. Since you were part of the Father's original plan, there's no way that you were an accident. Each of us
2: are absolutely uniquely made. You are an original. You are favored. You are the best you that will
1: ever be on the planet. There will never be another person like you. Just like your thumbprint. Is, is unique. Nobody, 8 billion people on the planet, nobody has your thumbprint. Nobody has exactly your mission, your call, your purpose, your unction to function, your anointing. Nobody has exactly that. Your personality, your likes, your dislikes. It's, a, it's an incomprehensible combination of elements that
2: make you the unique person you are. So think about this. You have come as an original, equipped with the purpose and the plan of the Father, given to you, who are especially chosen
1: before the foundation of the world. Now here's the cherry on top of the sundae. For such a time as this. You are right on time, brother. Sister, you are right on time. You were to be here at this present time. My daddy, he's a precise creator. He he doesn't get out of step. He doesn't time too fast, too early, too late. The timing of your your appearance on this play is absolutely
2: flawless. It's perfect. Nothing the Father does is without a specific purpose, without a specific
1: focused intention. So let me just, just pull this back. For just a minute. And let me just summarize it in in two verses. Can I do that? I'm going to pull you up 30,000 feet. And I want you just to see this entire teaching this morning from 30,000 feet. This is for you. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8 and verse 39. Romans chapter 8 and verse 29. Verse 29. Romans chapter 8 and verse 29. Are you ready? I'll just just look at the progression. Look at the way Paul lines this up. Paul says exactly <clears throat> what I said this morning. Paul's gonna teach you just what I taught you this morning. So I want you to get this in a bullet form, bullet, bullet statements this morning. For whom he foreknew, right? Let's just stop right there. For whom he foreknew, did he foreknow everybody, or did some of us fall through the cracks? He foreknew every person. There was nobody that, that is on the, on the planet that has ever existed or ever will exist that he didn't have foreknowledge of.
2: So those, every person then that, that he foreknew, he also predestined. So
1: every person that he foreknew, he gave a purpose to. He set a purpose in motion. He set a plan in, in, in
2: perfect timing. Now, here's, here's, what he, here's who he predestined for you. One little element. To be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the
1: firstborn among many brethren. So Jesus was the firstborn, the
2: pattern, from the cloth, from the bowl of cloth. All of us were cut. And he decided ahead of time, you're going to be just like
1: Jesus. You're going to be the Jesus on the planet, the the flesh manifestation. You You are the flesh becoming the word. As your consciousness awakes, as you see revelation, you're being transformed. Paul said, I travail in birth until Christ is
2: fully formed within you. So every person he foreknew, he predestined to be like Jesus. Moreover, whom he predestinated, these he also called. We, we went over that this morning. He called you.
1: And those that he called, he also justified. Right? He justified your holy and blameless before him in love. We read it from Ephesians 1.4. And those that he justified, he also glorified. That means he has surrounded and crowned you with his presence. He has given you the same glory that Jesus had. Jesus prayed and he said, Father, the way that you sent me into the earth, I send them. Exact, Exact replicas, duplication, Xerox copies, filled with the same purpose, same destiny, same nature. As he is, so are you in this present world. You ain't him. He had a specific call. As a son of God, Jesus had a specific call that was unique to him. You're not going to die on a cross for the sin of the world. You're not going to die. The father is not going to reconcile the cosmos in you. He's already found that in Jesus. But you've got a part of the positive to fulfill that Jesus did not. You're living in a culture, living in a world Jesus did not live in. So Jesus said, I will come to you. I'm not going to leave you an orphan. I'm not going to leave you a car. I will come to you. He sent the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit to dwell in us, to function in our world, our
2: climate at this particular juncture in history to be as he is in this present world.
1: So he just he just runs through it. He says, look, y'all y'all been foreknown.
2: Y'all been predestined. Y'all been called those that you called, he justified you. He not only
1: justified you, he glorified you. Now, here's what, I, here's what Paul is getting in, that, in those two verses. The Father did all of that. You didn't do a lick there. <laughs> There's nothing in those, in those two verses in the working of the Father, of your destiny, your purpose, the Father's plan for you. There's nothing in there that you did for yourself. He did the whole thing. So what what is my job? My job is just this. Trust the process. He's process, he is working his will in me, his purpose in me, and the grace, the power, the ability to do that will. And all of that happened in us before time began. So now we're just we're just fleshing out, we're we're walking out. What David said were the days that he had numbered, every one of them. The Alpha and the Omega knows exactly every day, every decision, every choice. And ultimately, you fulfill the plan. So cooperating with the process means this. You understand you're no accident. You're no accident. You're right on time. And you understand that your purpose and destiny have been coded
2: into you in your divine DNA, certain likes, dislikes, abilities, his plan, you were created to be a creator on the earth and to fully reflect the Father for everybody
1: to see so that through you, those that are just coming into an understanding, to coming into truth, they're going to be enlightened. You are the light that lights every man that comes into the world. And all we're doing is flipping switches, flipping switches. Jesus is the light. We just flip the switch. He's in every man. It's as simple as that. So I hope this morning, I got to wrap this up. I hope this morning that you have seen how important you are. I can't stress that enough. You are an important part of the plan. Don't ever think you're you're just a, a toss away. A scrap, your favor, your loved, your days were planned. He gave you purpose
2: in the grand scheme of things. The Father says, "You, you, yes, you. You're a beloved son in whom I am well pleased." And may that may I say this? He's
1: more than well pleased with you. You're fitting the plan just perfectly. All right. I feel better. I got that off my chest. I just had to express this morning your origination, your genesis, and I wanted you to see that before time ever began, you were important to the Father. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for all your support, your prayers, your comments. Make sure you subscribe to this channel. Subscribe. And then hit the like button. When you do that, it helps us to get displayed. YouTube moves us up in its logarithms for more people. The more like it and the more that respond. See you Wednesday night. Secret Place back next week for the Digital Cathedral. Have a wonderful week knowing that you're favored, you're loved, and you're important. God bless. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for lending us your ears. Just a quick reminder. Our Digital Cathedral on YouTube gives subscribers the privilege of a front-row seat every week. It's a place where our collective excitement amplifies. If you're ready to give, go to donkeithley.com and click on Donate. Your continuous support propels our growth, and for that, we're immensely grateful. Don't forget to hit that follow button and spread the love by sharing this life-giving message with your friends. Have a week filled with blessings and divine encounters. Until next time, stay in grace.